Hi, you're listening to Boggy Talk, Faith Conversations in the Mud, a resource of Church on Bayshore. Hey, and welcome to Boggy Talk. Hope you're doing well. I'm joined by James Ross, lead pastor here at Church on Bayshore. How you doing, buddy? I'm great. We're back We're in the back same room in the together. Same room. I'm not. I sound. I'm not 100 percent of my voice, but definitely way better than I was last week. I'm not hacking all the time, and at, I, at, I don't sound like a sick cow. More just like a calf now because mm. my voice is so high. So now I'm mm. like the baby calf. As someone in his 40s, do you, will you ever have 100 percent of your voice again? I, I hope so. I don't know. I okay, mean, I am aging. That's for sure. I just hear like honest women say like your voice when you're in your 40s, 50s isn't what it was in your 20s. You know, I feel Granted, like there's never mind. I'm well, not going there. I'm not going like, there. Uh, I'm scared. I'm too scared. Yeah, I'm too scared. Honest, yeah, okay. honest women. What about honest men? Like, I mean, uh, I think I feel like like vocally, like I'm stronger than I was like, you know, just cause it's a muscle and you work it out and I get to work it out a lot Ooh. because it is Ooh. a muscle Ooh. and I have to work it out a lot. Cause we got three services That's plus true. rehearsals and six kids. So, okay. Uh, but you also have the, to take care of your voice. So. There are some older, older guys and gals that can, can throw down. Yeah. There's no doubt about oh, that. Absolutely. So, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, if you take care Dolly of Dolly Parton, guess, right? Man, I is love she, Dolly still Parton. Alive, right? She's still, she's still, alive. Okay, she's okay. still writing songs. Okay. She's still singing, man. I, I like, I, I'm Dolly not really into country music anymore. You know, I I think that I stopped liking country music around the time that Garth Brooks became Chris Gaines. No. I really do think, what you, was know, that? you know, I think I need to start a Facebook therapy group, like an Instagram, like just account that's just like four people who are still recovering from the trauma of Garth Brooks becoming Chris Gaines. <laughs> don't you think like, I just remember don't thinking, you think that would be a in thing? What the world? Like, only like only can someone with already. hundreds of millions of dollars just be like, I'm just going to create it. I'm so bored with my life. I'm just going to create a new identity and create new. You know, music he was because- really just setting like the stage for like the Elliot Page. Oh, yeah. and that kind of <laughs> oh, stuff. Man. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> just like, be who you want to be. He went from country to whatever that. I don't know was. what it wasn't like. It was like, and now people are rock, just goth. I don't even know. Now because of Garth Brooks doing that, people are changing their gender. <laughs> you can just do what you want to do, but it's, it's Garth. It's your fault, man. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, that has yeah. nothing to do with what we're talking about no, today. We're about no. to dive in, but hey, before we dive in, <laughs> hey, want to give a very special Boggy Talk Nation shout out to Josh Shore. He's a faithful. Boggy Talk listener, and okay. this past week he retired from the that's military. Right. That's yeah. a big deal. You know, yeah. he served over twenty years in the military in the Air Force, yeah. and so hey, Josh, this one's for you, buddy. Oh we love man, you. that was so sweet. All right, and uh, so now let's dive in. So we're uh, today kicking off, or not kicking off. We're continuing talking about uh, really what we talked about this past Sunday, and we are in Galatians chapter five. How much about, did Josh pay for that spot? Uh, nothing. That he has oh, okay, offered okay. no sponsorship at all. Okay, only okay. his only his uh, unrelenting friendship. Uh, oh, okay, and. And, often, we'll take and, that. and feedback sometimes about Boggy Talk. That's but true. He has That's good true. questions. Mostly so. good. Mostly yeah, mostly good. good. That's right. Mm. So we were talking about Galatians chapter five, the freedom of the gospel. And we wanted to continue the conversation because when we talk about freedom, uh, especially in terms of Christianity, uh, it could be a loaded term and people have different definitions of what it means to be free and what the gospel, what we're talking about is the freedom that the gospel truly brings. Mm. Uh, so if, if you were to go to somebody and to say, hey, or somebody comes up to you and says, what does it mean as a Christian to be free? What would you say? Well, I kind of spent about 40 minutes saying that this past so, Sunday. Now you got to do it in 20 yeah, seconds. Yeah, yeah. I would say in 20 seconds that being free in Christ means 
I mean, what I think the Piper quote, I think you have it there that I that I said on Sunday. Yeah, true freedom uh, is the opportunity, ability, and desire to do what will make you happy in a thousand years. Yeah. So so Ooh. it it's it's really just like being able to do what mm-hmm. really is best for you. Um, and that makes you happy. And I and I think that the problem, like when we begin to even go there is we got to first acknowledge like our finiteness and our inability to even fully understand what makes us free and 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 that we're all believers and so we're all trying to believe something and so what do we believe really brings about that happiness and that freedom and i think you know that's what piper says in a thousand years yeah. like if we're eternal beings it's not about what makes us feel mm. better right, right now mm-hmm. or even in 5 years it's what ultimately like gives our soul that what it longs for. Yeah. I mean, I just immediately think of, I am free to run. I'm free to dance. I am free to, <laughs> I am free Is to that, run. That's a, and that's a terrible worship song, but it's oh, just like, okay. but it was like really was popular. Tomlin? No, it was, I don't even, I think it was like the Newsboys, which means oh, it's okay. really bad. It was like, I am free to live for you. And it just talks about all these things. And, and, and what's funny is that like, they would sing this Sounds song like Steve Fee, like. Baptist churches and like they're singing free to dance and ain't nobody dancing. Yeah, but, uh, not not many people are even smiling, but uh, you know, I think that's like <laughs> <laughs> trite, you know, like yeah, right. I'm free to just be, be, be. But I think what yeah, you said, like yeah. the freedom to do what you want to do in a thousand years, like what is your ultimate satisfaction? And I think what happens sometimes is like we cheapen freedom. Yeah, freedom. that's a great word. You know, yeah. we cheapen it by just saying like, well, you're just free to do. And we say it's like, well, you're free in Christ, so you are not condemned which is mm-hmm. true uh, mm-hmm. but we sh- the short-sightedness of that is that we're like so it doesn't really matter what you do it's just all washed out right. in the end by his grace well that's not what yeah. freedom is yeah. the same way that you know like we live in a country with great freedoms mm-hmm. but the freedoms are not just for ourselves they're to mm-hmm. be leveraged for good um, and so what does it mean uh, you know as we talk about the opportunity ability des- and I love the word desire to mm-hmm. do what will make you happy in a thousand years I think that's an if you're watching word. online this may go very poorly oh okay. James is nope, opening his didn't. coffee it's, it it's hot it's steaming wow. it I, 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 Look I wonder if you could see the steam on video man that looks great what a great effect um, yes we are having coffee my immediate at like 3, desire. 3.30 in the afternoon yeah. because that's been the day and it's a Wednesday it's a long day but the desire to do what will make you happy and I think that's what we're talking about is because God as we get to know him and we're made more like him like he he changes our desires Right, like he he transforms our desires from things that are we think would make us happy and free to what would truly bring us freedom. You know, him, his his relationship with him, presence with him, obeying him, the blessing of walking with him, and he changes those desires. Um, so, what the tension here though is that sometimes we we act as if we have to earn this freedom, and we've been talking about that a lot in Galatians. Yeah. So well. Go ahead. I'm gonna pause and say I I think you said you said that we try to cheapen freedom and I and I and I think that that is so important because there's a seriousness to this joy, <laughs> you know, yeah. like and that almost seems like an oxymoron. Uh, I was just about to say that, but um, it's so good. Yeah, and serious joy. It's a serious joy, and so. Yeah, I think I'm a pretty silly person. I mean, obviously by that Chris Gaines Garth Brooks stuff, that's <laughs> obvious. But I try not to be flip it about like what is freedom and what is mm-hmm. happiness and what is joy, you know? And, and I just, I just really feel like 
in this life, the things that dangle before us uh, make it hard for us to see what true, true freedom, true joy, true happiness is. And then I think amplify that, at least in our context, most people are middle class, which means they're wealthy in the world's perspective and certainly historical perspective. And so there's all these, not just is it the things of this world, but it's the many things of this world we can bring ourselves, you know? And so I think people are, are in their perceived freedom in Christ, constantly enslaving themselves to activities, enslaving themselves to possessions, enslaving themselves to uh, even even what we would call a deeper sense of religion mm-hmm. that just has the expressions it does because of the amount of freedom we have here. Yeah, I mean, I think as you're talking about that, I'm thinking about you know our country, you know, the, the right to pers- the um, life, liberty, the pursuit, pursuit of, of happiness. happiness. You know, yeah. and I think how really the the Christian ideal of of freedom isn't the same as the American ideal of freedom. Right. And as American Christians, that's where we run into God. Yeah. We run into yeah. mm-hmm. so much tension because uh, something you said a few weeks ago, it's like, you know, like about the blessings of God and not worshiping the blessings, not, you know, or not substituting the bless- blesser from the blessings. And we do that. And then, mm-hmm. but what's ironic about that is that the pursuit of happiness actually enslaves us yeah. if that yeah. happiness isn't Christ. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, because we just... It never satisfies. And and I think like that's, this gets convoluted. Even, even sometimes in like my talking and preaching, I'm like analyzing this because freedom and joy and happiness and faith in Christ are not an opposite of one another. Right. It's, it's when you get to that place that you realize that in Christ is your ultimate joy in is your ultimate freedom and is your ultimate desires. Mm -hmm. Like, so, so it's, it's not Christianity isn't suppress your desires for Christ. It's Christ transforming your desires. Yeah. And so God in his ability is going to give you the opportunity and ability to pursue your desires for all of eternity. And that, that's, so he's the only answer to freedom. He's the only answer to freedom. Yeah, because otherwise we're just and in fact I've heard I've heard that actually talked about as like the definition of hell is like you pursuing your if your desires yourself, the rejection of God, it's ultimately like the acceptance, like the pursuit of self and self-exaltation. It's that pursuit for eternity, which is separation from God, which is eternal, you know, it's an analogy someone so, made. And, and and so we in this great American experiment have found what is a very good form of government. However, we have adopted the mindset that this form of government is what is also the kingdom's form of government. So I'm not saying this isn't a good or even the best form of government on earth. But what I am saying is this, this isn't the eternal form of government. The internal form of government is a king. Yeah. And yet that king knows what is best. The problem with earthly kingdoms is often those kings don't know and want what is best for their people mm-hmm. because they're not God. I'm not saying that kingships, you know, monarchies are always bad, but I, I would tend to not want to be a part of a monarchy because of that, because of what it tends to. But we are in a monarchy for eternity. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And for an American, that's that's just a hard concept. Yeah, because we just, we want to call the shots and not yeah. have be under authority. Well, let me let's let's talk about this. You asked a question, but I paused I don't remember and what I asked now. But here's something you said this past Sunday, uh, and I think this is a tension where we live: that Christianity is a response to the favor of God, right. not a recipe for right. it. Uh, because we tend to say, if I do this, dot dot dot, God will bless, and God owes me blessing. Yeah, uh, and rather than God has blessed, and so now I'll respond. Um, have you ever, like, just in your own personal life, like, still maybe have or still struggle with that? I, I will say there are times when I have thought, God, I wanted this to go a certain way, and I've been faithful. Why didn't you do this? Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit's like, wait a minute. What are you What are you doing? Like, no, like, I'm God. I'm yeah. in control. You know, whether it was something I was praying for or something I just worked for and didn't happen, Um you know, I think there's there's that tension is that I have elevated myself and my mm. what I think is best. And ultimately that robs of the freedom, a mm. freedom of saying, God, I can trust you. There's so much freedom and joy in resting in the fact that I can trust him. So have I ever done that also? <laughs> um no. Never? You're a terrible person. I am a terrible I'm person. Kidding. I am I'm not just need Jesus. I'm just kidding. That's right. Yeah. I mean, I think particularly comparison. Yeah is the source of that for me. Um, And so it's the enemy of contentment. And so I see what someone else has that I long for and think in my knowledge, why don't I get that? You know, why don't I have that kind of freedom? Why don't I have that kind of blessing? Why don't I have that kind of influence? And what I'm really doing is I'm saying, God, you, you owe me that. And I'm saying, God, I don't trust you and what you're doing in me more importantly, I think. And so, yeah, absolutely. All the time. I think it's a struggle. Um, and you know, I, I think the other thing, and I talked about this this past Sunday is that like, I think a Christian says Jesus has paid my debt, but then we quickly become people who are working to pay off the debt. Yeah. You know, and it's like, no, that's not, we're child, like Mm -hmm. we're child, there's no debt. And so, you know, I, I just think it's so much, it's easier to become, to adopt the debtor mentality because, um, because we have to let Christ do the work and we have to give Christ all the credit. <laughs> yeah. And that's freedom. That, but that's, yeah, that's like it what is free. It is. It's like the, it's against- the pressure is off. You know, it's like when you feel like the pressure's off you then you feel free to just, you know, to trust him, to seek him, to, to know, you know, it's like, we've talked about how do you know God's will? And we, we, we feel this pressure of like, I don't want to miss God's will. And I don't want to miss God's plan. Well, it's like, if we're, if we love him, if we trust him, if we're seeking his kingdom, if we're in his word, like we're praying, like we aren't going to mess up God's will. And there's freedom in that, you know, like there's freedom of walking with him. There's freedom of knowing that his, he's in control. And that just takes off the pressure, the performance pressure, the comparison pressure, mm-hmm. the, you know, even this, the, the pressure of not knowing if I'll ever measure up to God's standards yeah. uh, because Jesus has on my behalf. And so no, but because of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and there's, that's freedom. Like there's just such joy in that. Matthew eleven twenty eight to 30 is taken out of context so often, but when Jesus says, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest, you know, for my yoke is easy. My burden is light. Uh, you know, he, he is saying this, this, this need for joy, this need for freedom, like it is found in me. So you can simultaneously be a sinner and simultaneously be free. I don't mean be someone who constantly chooses sin. I mean, like you are a sinner, like that's not going away. 
that's your identity. And yet the blood of Christ has paid your debt. And so rest. Yeah. Not, not, and, and, and then here's the problem though. Like then we still like, we, we still put on this pressure of like, well, if I don't give my kids this kind of life or if I don't, you know, achieve this level and all that. And it's like, you're walking away from the rest that Christ offers. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't know where the line is in activities, but I, I just see so many people because this is my life there. That's their, they're trying to give their children something or they're trying to prove themselves. And that's what Christ takes away from us. And, and so my biggest struggle in that is not really having like this father who was just like, I love you. Like, mm-hmm. no matter what, like just in constantly telling me that and constantly being proud of me, like no matter what, like that, I don't have that. And so I constantly find myself like relating to God, you know, mm-hmm. in a way that is not how God relates to me, if that makes sense. It does make sense. I think it just comes back to to being able to just rest, you know, freedom is resting. And I think, I think about it in terms of worship and we say like, we are, we're free in worship. Like then people have, like their minds go to like crazy stuff, like people just flailing and that's not what we're talking about, but there is, there is such freedom. He said we're free in worship, not freaks in worship. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> freaks in worship. Yeah, you could leave that on. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just think like there is such joy in like you know when we're when we gather together as the body to to be in the world. <laughs> I was just thinking a wacky waving inflatable yeah, guy. Right. Like, I mean, okay. I've seen some crazy stuff. I've seen people holding hands, dancing in circles. I mean, I don't know. I'm not. I gushing. can't believe they would hold hands. Justin. I know, but like, okay, but you also, were also going serious. in circles. You yeah, know, you I was were, like, eh, yeah, it's yeah. a little. Yeah. But I just think like there's such like when we gather together and we open the world, we're reminded of the truth and we're singing songs and we're praying. It's like when you like remember the gospel. Mm-hmm. Like there is just such freeing joy and, and, and freedom. I mean, it's still, it's reverent, but it's also free. Like it's the yeah. serious joy that like, serious joy you know, like good. we should just be so overwhelmed by God's grace to us and the freedom we have because of the gospel. Um, and you, you quoted this quote, if you, if you could lose your salvation, you would like, <laughs> like we, of course, because we're just, we sin and we still sin, but God is so redeeming. And so there's so much freedom in that knowing that like, there's nothing, nothing, nothing that can separate us from the love of God we have in Christ Jesus. So uh, rest in that folks. Um, if you've got questions or if you're struggling with freedom or what it looks like to be free or just struggle with an over overwhelming overwhelming sense of condemnation first know like mm. you're free because of mm. the gospel but mm. uh, we love to talk to you about it mm-hmm. and just maybe just let's look at the word together pray together and and talk through it it's mm. good yeah. all right well hey let's talk about some questions we have so we on got, to more light topics that's right we got two questions the yeah, first is can a christian drink alcohol yep all right moving on all right there you go here's the answer <laughs> okay so 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 first i'll yes. say I, I don't like when people ask those questions because a back to the gospel, right? Like a Christian mm. can do any, like you can still be saved right, and, and do, do even sin, right. even sin. So like, can a Christian, like, th- that's not the question. The can question a Christian is, should cuss, a Christian, you? right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, the, the question is, should a Christian right. um, drink alcohol? Um and, you know, I would say that uh, this, if we're looking to the scriptures, the scriptures 
uh, prescribe drinking in certain places mm-hmm. and also give warnings about drinking in certain right. places. Um, so to me, that would say there is value in, at least in the Bible times, in what um, wine specifically did for people. But there's also a great warning in the abuse of wine. Absolutely. So that's the Bible. I would say over church history, um, that has been the mind that has been the mindset towards alcohol. You know, um, in in our context, uh, about 150 years ago, 170 years right. ago, um, because of abuses of alcohol, um, there was kind of a prohibition, if you will, and Baptist churches mm-hmm. were very involved in that. Right. Um, and there were some right reasons for that. But ultimately, I think what happened is it did become this uh, standard, you know, of salvation and um and and it became i mean it became emphasized yeah you know mm-hmm. um and so i i would just say while they're and man i see people like say black and white statements about it all the time mm-hmm. um i would just say yeah i mean they're not only we're, we're pretty much in the minority uh if we are a christian who believes like it's it's a sin to drink any alcohol i would just say that but you're also unwise if you think um There's there no, aren't dangers yeah, yeah absolutely i think it's it is a matter of freedom and liberty and also conscience you know like there there's i believe for some people there are very specific and probably healthy reasons why they don't yeah or yeah, should, yeah or they shouldn't drink uh whether it's family history or right. their own history um, um, or just prone to prone to not being able to have moderation. Uh, yeah, it's probably wise, but at the same time, it's not uh, sinful for someone else to. And uh, so, I mean, but the, you're right. The Bible is clear about drunkenness and the the warnings it gives. But it also, it's you know, this the wine is, is a symbol of the joy uh, you know that happens, and you know it's 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 used in celebrations yeah. even in scripture. So, I think if you if you find yourself at a point where you can't celebrate without it, you're probably uh, in a dangerous territory or you can't relax without That's it. That's great. Uh, but it also mm. is, can be, you know, enjoyed. And what, what's in that cup over there, Justin? Uh, this just is, uh, I will not, it, it no, says no. plus one. Yeah, so it's, yeah. it's one coffee, more child. but yeah. No, I, I, you know, the approach for, <laughs> pastors of a Southern Baptist church is a little different, but if I was just a church member, how I would approach it, you know, is, is I would, I would understand it as, and I do think when Paul's instructing on eating food sacrificed to idols, it is a very good comparison. And I would say, Hey, there are those who feel like they shouldn't, there are those who feel like it's okay. Uh, but I'm always going to, uh, exercise that right. Uh, with those around me in mind. So like, you know, as someone who might, uh, again, if I'm just a church member, feel like, Hey, it's totally okay for me to do that and enjoy it. Um, I'm still going to always be aware of who am I around and, um, you know, and fellowship with, with those brothers matters more than my uh, right, you know? So, um, Christ willingly gave down his right, (laughs) uh, for us. And so I think that's our example, but, you know, I, I would say that, uh, in our church, it's all over the board and how people view this. And, uh, we just don't make talk about it a lot. We don't make it a thing. Yeah. And so, Doesn't need um, to be. you know, it, when it comes up in the Bible, we, we address it. We're not like afraid of it. And I, I don't, I don't think there's major debate or problem or divisiveness at all. So, right. Anyway. I think we have, you know, mostly mature people who are like, I, even for those who would say, I don't think it's right, but there's, they're not judging necessarily those who do. And I think, you know, there are those that do. Yeah, but yeah, I'm sure there are. You know, I can name a few. But yeah. uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, there you go. If you got 
uh, further clarification, clarification, I can't talk. For, I promise I've not been drinking on the set. Uh, if you need further clarification on uh, that, feel free to reach out. So next question is this. Uh, what like further clarification? They would be like, well, know. is light beer okay? I know, no, right? I know. Like, okay. Can I drink a hard, hard liquor? Right, or, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, that's maybe okay. I'm trying yeah, to nuance okay. it, I guess. Um, I don't know. I just always like to say that because I'm sure somebody's like, but what about? Uh, I know, so I'm just... why do Christians elevate sins like homosexuality and abortion while ignoring gluttony and materialism? Uh, so that's they're a... worse. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to keep giving these like bad <laughs> terrible, answers. Terrible, terrible yeah. answers. That's yeah. right. Because, <laughs> yeah. so. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess the short answer is, uh, you know, they're all sin. And so <laughs> we shouldn't ignore any sin. Mm. Uh, I think... Uh, why they're easier targets. They're more blatant. Uh, and, and, and in some ways, you know, I think, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I need a second I, to formulate what yeah, I'm trying to say. Well, I, well, there's no way we can answer this efficiently right. in three to five minutes, but mm -hmm. I think that, um, I'm the quicker processor. So maybe you can, you can have your yeah, answer yeah. by the time I get done. I, I think that there's, there's really a couple things I think of one is yeah, there, there, they're usually more obvious, mm -hmm. like gluttony, like, yeah, that dude's probably a glutton, but where it, what is gluttony? And also people's metabolisms are different. Right, so like, it's not as easy to be like, you're sinning, you know, because yeah, somebody's a little bit Your BMI is right? over this. You're right. yeah, exactly. They have hypothyroidism know. or, yeah, I mean, seriously, yeah, exactly. I'm not trying to be no, funny. Absolutely. You know? I know people. So, yes. And then, you know, materialism again, it's like, what's we, the line? It, right. We hear the warnings of money. Um, but we really don't know. And, you know, and you can't look into someone's heart necessarily to know what they're doing. Yeah. yeah I, I, I would say with both of those things in relationship, it's easy to say, you can say to people, I don't know where the line is, but I think you've crossed it. So then, so then you compare those things to homosexuality and uh, abortion. Was that the other one? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and I would say that those are a little more blatant, you know, that somebody's done them mm -hmm. like, like assume, yeah. assuming mm -hmm. in abortion, you've known somebody's done it, you know? Right. Um, so I would just say that's part of it. Then I would, that I would just add and say that, uh, we tend to like to be around people who sin like us. And so that's why we see such a split in liberal and conservative churches today, because what that typically mm -hmm. means is conservative churches are sinning in these ways and <laughs> liberal yeah, churches are sinning in true. these ways yeah. uh, in terms of political terms. Sorry. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I, I do think there has been this like, Hey, we're really going to pick on the, it's like alcohol, you know, we're going right. to get up and we're going to preach against these thing, things. Yeah. And, and, and I just think that's unhealthy. Mm -hmm. Um, well, and it's also, it, it, it can be, and maybe has it, I wouldn't say it's always this way, but it definitely can be a deflection, you know, yeah, like, right, Hey, let's right. focus on these. And then, you know, and, and that's, that's human sinful nature is always to point out other people's issues so that you don't have to deal with your own. Uh, so that is a piece of it too. Uh, I think what you said is, is good. How some are like, there's a line, there's black and white, some are a little more ambiguous, uh, but we shouldn't avoid talking about any of these sins. Right, we yeah. shouldn't avoid anything, uh, you know, especially we shouldn't avoid anything that scripture clearly calls sin. That is, uh, that is so, I yeah, I, man, as a pastor. So like, to me, I'm like, man, I really, I feel a sensitivity to this, you know? Mm -hmm. So like, I don't understand why certain preachers, like they, those people already know we disagree. Like if you're, if you're a homosexual yeah. walking into our church, like I'm not saying you think your lifestyle is wrong, but you know how the majority of our people feel about mm -hmm. that. So then why do I need to get up there and be like, blah, 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 you know, like it's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. Like, 
no, I need to address it, but also like speak in a way that says, Hey, we love you, you know? Right. So I, I, and I think that's yeah. part of it too, right? Right. The, the it, vitriol about it. Exactly. Because it's just, it's easy. I think churches have done this because it's easier to kind of play to your base. Like politicians do this that's all the time. And pastors do this too. Like, I know this will get my people fired up. And and, it, and I but, wish people get more fired up around here, you yeah, know? Yeah, you know, and it's like, well, we, <laughs> it's so true. But I think that the truth is this, is that the answer for all of these is the gospel. You know, the answer for all of these, you know, sins is the gospel. So if we are, if we are consistently as Christians, you know, understanding and grasping the gospel more and more and more and more, then we will become more gracious and loving towards other because we understand the grace that we have received. And so we're not operating from a place of condemnation, mm -hmm. but a place of let's, let's, let's tell the gospel. Let's show how the gospel is, is the answer to all of this. Uh, not just you're bad, but I'm good. Mm -hmm. uh, because that's literally, that's literally the opposite of the gospel. And it's the opposite of what we've been talking about since mm -hmm. January. We've been in Galatians, you know, this legalism and uh, just the, the the freedom of Christ. Yeah. I'm, I would suggest this, uh, listen to a little less Fox news and a little more Jesus. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. There you go. All right. Don't be scared. We ready for a game? All right. Ready? Okay. Fire so up. we lost an hour this past weekend. <laughs> yeah. I'm still feeling that. Okay. And that's why we're drinking coffee in the afternoon. You know, that's pre-recorded, but um, <laughs> actually uh, lost an hour and then traveled to the Eastern time zone oh. from Monday through Wednesday. Mm. So um, anyway, so I'm going to ask you, we have a little bracket because March Madness also starts this yeah. upcoming week. Um, love it. A bracket, because I love brackets. Basically, if you had an hour, which of these things would you be least interested in doing? Okay. All right. Okay. Least interested. In yeah. Doing. Least interested. Worst way to spend an hour. Worst way to spend. All an right. Hour. So the first round, we have four matchups. Listen to CCM music for an hour or watch a Hallmark Christmas movie for an oh. hour. Which one would you least like to do? Well, you're asking me what, how, which hour, which hour of nope. my time would I Any want hour. to just spend making fun of something? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. More. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, so you mean like one time a day? I'm like, well, that's I would I'm just right. say, no, do I have to be still during this? I guess so. All right. So I'll just, I'll listen to some CCM music. I can't take the Hallmark movies. Okay. I'm so not, Hallmark moves on then. Yeah. Yeah. You're a little more CCM than you want to admit. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you know. All right. I can, I can find the, the, the joy in anything. Would you rather not <laughs> listen to a Joel Osteen book? audio book of him reading it <laughs> or listen to the best of Furtick's out of context scripture. Well, that would be short. Oh no, no, no. It's best out of, yeah. so it's, it's, yeah, yeah, so it's yeah. kind of best. Like him just oh. yelling about, ah. you know, how you need to find your David and the sun's going to stand I would, still. I would, I would rather listen to the Joel Osteen okay, because okay. at least like his voice would be soothing. Uh, oh, you like his it, book? I mean, his, his voice, voice is just like this. And so I just fall asleep. And okay. whereas Verdict, I'd be like, ah, shut up. Okay. All right. So your Verdict moves on. Okay. Would you, <laughs> what would, what would be the worst use of an hour? Oh no. An hour of Southern Baptist pastors debating about whether or not Saddleback Church should be in the oh, Southern Baptist Convention or an hour of Rick Warren telling us about all of his accomplishments <laughs> that should allow him to be in the Southern Baptist Convention regardless of his theology. 
I would rather not listen to an hour of the pastors just okay. debate it back and forth because I've read enough of it on Twitter and I want to stab my eyes out. So you're just so. going to sit there and listen to Rick tell us I all just, about Because I could just be like, yeah, Rick, it's all good. Okay. Yeah, buddy. All right. All right. Yeah, buddy. Uh, okay. 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 Would you rather, or it's not really would you rather. So what is the worst use of an hour for you? A lecture on why hymns are better than modern praise songs. I have sat through more than an hour I know of you those have. lectures. Yeah, and that's from some unqualified people <laughs> who we will not name. And then also an hour of reading blogs about whether or not it's real revival at Asbury Seminary. Uh, you know. Uh, Which is worse? Uh, the blogs are worse, actually, because okay. I'm just like, you're just, this just, I mean, they're both all opinions, but yeah. Okay, so to, for the record, Justin's totally on board with listening to CCM music for an hour, <laughs> listening to a Joel Osteen audiobook totally read by on Joel board. Osteen, <laughs> listening to Rick Warren tell us how awesome he is, and listening to a lecture about I mean, why hymns like are better than praise songs. Now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. So if you had an hour, what would be worse to watch Hallmark Christmas movies or to listen to Furtick? Uh, tell tell you if God spoke the world into existence, imagine what you could do. Yeah. (laughs) Furtick would be worse. Honestly, I'll I'll just, you know, cry through a Hallmark movie, I guess. Okay. All right. So what would be the worst use of an hour? (laughs) The SBC pastors debating about whether or not Saddleback should be in the Southern Baptist convention or reading blogs about whether or not it's actual revival at Asbury seminary, listening to all the pastors debate, that would be worse. Okay. All right. So just for the record, yeah. just for the record, Hallmark Christmas movies, Justin's watching them now, and he's really reading some blogs about did, Asbury's man, now, revival. Now Tuesday of spring break is planned. Okay. All right. So the worst use of that hour <laughs> is either listening to Furtick say, Jesus came and died on the cross. Imagine what God has put in you and what you could do for this world. <laughs> I have literally heard, it's not Furtick, but it was actually a local church. And that was like, you know how you do like the the sermon recap post picture? You know, Uh you guys don't ever do that to me because I don't take good pictures. (laughs) But it said, if Jesus, the same spirit that lives in you uh, is that lived in Jesus. If Jesus saved the world, imagine what you could do. Oh man. And it's like, Wait, what? That's not that's not that's what that verse is talking about. Yeah. And that's the opposite of wow. what we should be imagining. We should be yeah. imagining who we would be without what Jesus <sighs> did. Anyway. Oof. Okay, so Oof. again, Furtick showing his biceps, drinking mm. his power aids or whatever primes and <laughs> uh yelling about my name is Dude Furtick. Something I pump people up. Uh or those SBC pastors really just debating this SB the, uh, every nuance of Saddleback and the role of pastor and the gifting of pastor and what Adrian Rogers meant. Uh, Furtick, he's the worst. Yeah, I know. I mean, I know. not that maybe he, maybe there's some redeeming, but listening to him for an hour, I shouldn't say he's the worst. Listening to him an hour, that would be the worst. Yeah, because at least you have other voices in the SBC thing. So I mean, and some people probably feel that way about me. Like if I had to listen to Justin for an hour, I'd be the worst. You know, well, okay, love you still, uh, Aww. but uh, you Aww. know, yeah, that would be. I, I just pastors debating stuff, but mainly like, I enjoy like. Point, counterpoint, we disagree in like respectful like conversation. But when it's like it is now and it's just like, you're stupid, your opinion's dumb. And 
because it's dumb and you don't love Jesus or the Bible anymore. And I'm like, I'm just, we're done. All right, check it out. Yeah, I was, I was trying to see. I think that, I think my worst would be Warren, Rick Warren, just talking just about how talking awesome about he is for awesome. an hour. All the things I've done, all yeah, the things yeah. my church has done, all yeah. the churches we've He's supported. He's like, it's not about you. That's the first line in that book. So let me talk about me. Anyway. <laughs> all right. Well, hey. Yeah. You won't have that hour back. Yes, there you go. And I assure you, you won't be listening to Stephen Furtick talk for an hour either. Hey, that's right. So, hey, uh, we're going to uh, take a week off because <laughs> oh, it is yeah, spring that's right. break coming that's right. up. It and, is. And we'll be Next back week. in two weeks. So, uh, yeah. Hey, if you've got any questions uh, we can answer, clarify anything, or just if something you think would be a good uh, topic for us to talk about, send it our way. Send us a message. Talk to us. Uh, we'd be happy to talk about it. And we hope that you enjoy your spring break. And we're going to uh, leave you with a little taste of Chris Gaines playing right now <laughs> yeah I, oh, wait, I can't wait we don't have the rights to oh that, yeah we probably can't do yeah, that but right. i can't even name one of the I songs i mean i would imagine that's given away for free at this point probably so it's probably yeah. still there's probably still some at walmart like in the clearance <laughs> they sell cds at walmart still? i bet they do and well i don't know i've never i don't look i don't even go in walmart because of grocery pickup so i do not like going to walmart it's but i terrible. usually see like 19 people that's another that. reason I'm like i gotta get in there. there's no quick trip ever so not. hey we're done that's it thanks for tuning in <laughs> Thanks for listening to Boggy Talk. We are so glad you joined in the conversation. Go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss a beat.